do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Though wise men at their end, no dark is right. Because their words had fought no lightning, they do not go gentle into that good night. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Everybody, uh, welcome to Nick the Rat Radio, episode 154, coming to you live from the sewers of Brooklyn, New York. I'm Nick the Rat, and tonight we're not talking about rage. Isn't that like a Jewish camp or something? Um, no, tonight we are going to be having philosophical discussions, everybody. We're going to open up the first time philosophy line, and you'll be able to call in and, and you know, talk. Talk philosophy smack with me. The main point of uh, tonight's topic is going to be, what is that? Oh, yeah. Free Willy and Fate. Sounds like a porno with a fat guy and and a stripper. Um, We're going to do our simultaneous snapping of the beer cap. So get your beer caps ready or your water bottles that have a, a cap on it that you have to use a beer opener on uh anyway let's do this oh it got stuck on there that's the first in like the two three years of me doing this this is the uh first time the, the beer cap got just totally just stuck right on there it's um hold on i'm gonna have to go at it from the other side now this is uh, got it um we're gonna. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a real loose philosophical discussion because I've always. I've always seen with philosophy. It's interesting, especially like when you're a teenager. But it it doesn't really get you anywhere unless you're gonna teach it to teenagers. It's, it's good to think about it. It could uh, straighten your life out a little bit. It could give you. It could uh, give you the the way. It could show you the way if you're if you if you need to know the way. It could show you the way. Oh, it's it. It might help you get over. It might help you get over being dumped, I guess. Or it could help you. It could help you in a lot of ways. But also not really at all because it always circles back. Uh, I'm going to be giving my opinion on philosophy as well later. Like I'll be discussing it and and probably talking about it. Um, it's going to be. It'll be slightly interesting. And if it's not, then you you could just, just listen to the music and skip the parts where we're we're discussing the philosophy. Because the music is is always is always a banging. It's always uh, free music on SoundCloud, CC by. Mostly synthwave. I usually start with synthwave, then I switch it to classical, and then I do remixes, usually. That seems to be the the pattern I'm in currently. So now you know everything we're talking about tonight. You could probably just turn the show off if you want, I guess. Uh, if, if you could, you could listen to the show on nicktheratradio.com. You could listen to it on Twitch, twitch.com slash nicktherat. I'm streaming it there now too. So if you if you're a Twitcher, uh, 
The only philosophy I need is advanced Dungeons and Dragons. This is true, but well, tomorrow I'm going to be playing some D&D. So that'll be fun. There's going to be a whole bunch of mutants down in the sewer. Rolling dice. Um, we're going to start the show off how we usually start it off. With a, with a real nice nice track. And and this guy, I don't know. Maybe he's a girl. I don't know. This this person. This person. Uh, sexist word now. Am I not allowed to say person? Or is um, female, because it sounds like a purse, right? So, so let's just call him a Manson. <sighs> you know him, I know him. Well, you know the artist, I know the artist, Akira. And we're going to start it off with a little bit of Street Fighter. Oh, yeah.
think, therefore I am. Rene Descartes. Only way to deal with an unfree world it becomes so absolutely free that very existence is act of rebellion. Okay, whatever. Camos. <laughs> if universe is meaningless, so is the statement that it is so. The meaning and purpose of dancing is to, is to dance. You just want to dance, you know? That, yeah, I don't want. The water, driving force of all nature. Leonardo da Vinci. One cannot step twice into the same river. Heraclitus. Chicken, Peter, you're just a little chicken. Chee, 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 chee. Ha ha ha. That me, Tommy Wiseau. I'd rather sit on pumpkin, have all to myself, than be crowded on, on cushion. Uh, Henry David <laughs> It is a mark of educated mind to be able to entertain thought without accepting it. Aristotle. Why are there being at all instead nothing? Heidegger. <laughs> the more universe seems comprehensible, the more it seems pointless. God, we're true, man. Weinberg. Optimism, madness. That all well when we're miserable. Voltaire. <laughs> we learn from history that we do not learn from history. Heidegger. Whoever finds monster should see that in the process he does not become monster. And if you gaze long enough into abyss, abyss will gaze back to you. <laughs> what the hell is that? That's what that's what most philosophy sounds like usually. It's just um James Franco pretended to be Waizu saying a whole bunch of stuff. Well, you know, it's a, well, you need a, the the free will and the destiny thing. Kind of, it it, it usually breaks down to um, it, it it philosophy and science are kind of go hand in hand because they 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 are where they're at because because of the physical world. We exist in the physical, so a lot of people like um, I don't I don't know who they were who they were, but I didn't really do much research. There's like Descartes and all them people, and I did I did do some research, but there are so many names in my brain now that they all leaked out. So I'm gonna be saying some super general philosophical stuff, and you could take from there. Well, you know, uh, there's some people that. That were like, we can't really trust our senses because they could uh, be distorted and stuff. But then they also said that everything is mechanical. And and basically, we, we are, we're probably just like a cog in the machine. And, and that's all fine and all. But, but the weird thing is, like I know I, I I could I have free will, like I'm drinking this beer right now, right? Like I'm just chugging. Now I did that. 
but why did I do that? That's the, that's the that seems to be the 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 nut of of all philosophical questions. Are we really in control of of our bodies? Do I sit up late at night touching myself because I, I'm fated to do it, or or do I or do I just have the free will to to do that? I I don't know. I really sometimes I think about this, and it keeps me up all night. And I thought maybe if I opened up a first-time philosophical line, that um, what the hell is this? What's going on my phone line here? I thought if I open up the first-time phil- philosophical line, that I might get some actual phil- 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 philosophers. Philosophers. See, why does it gotta be Phil? Like that's that's another fucking masculine patriarch issue we have right here what what could we call what could we call philosophy other than philosophy like because phil is definitely a dude's name a dude named phil is, exists i never heard of a dudette named phil um how could what's a what's a gender neutral name how about jane james there's female Jane. Why don't we call it Jane Jane philosophy? No, that's stupid. Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. I don't know. I don't know if this is gonna work. Let's let's see. Oh my god! I don't know what to do. This is so weird. Oh jeez. Oh man. Hey, that kind of sounded like me. Um. Yeah. So that's that's a that was a phone call. Thanks for the thanks for the voicemail. Um come on, there's got to be better voicemails than that. 917-719-5923 voicemail. <laughs> no. Nope. Well. <laughs> thanks. Uh, we're, we're, we're shooting, we're shooting for the moon tonight, everybody. Um, I'll be opening the phone lines later. They're not live right now. So if you call right now, you'll get a voicemail. When I do set the thing live, it, it might work. It might not though. I don't know. I'm having no luck. I heard Mercury's and Retrograde again. I could probably do a year long show about Mercury and Retrograde, Retro, Retrograde. But um, maybe we should listen to a little bit more music, and then and then we'll, we'll get into the mood. Maybe after we're in the mood, we'll get some uh, some voicemails and some some people that could maybe expand my mind because because my mind is it's pretty it's pretty shrunken or something. Um, it's definitely not twelve billion by uncredited, right? Yeah, there we go.
But still, we, if I can't have Nick the Rat on my station, it's not going to be a good station. And I just don't know if Nick uh, can have the public run, airwaves. Are you running Nick on the uh, No Agenda stream? Absolutely. <laughs> Live, baby. Yeah. Kidding me? Even you listen to Nick the Rat. Come on. I have listened. Anyway, the I point. The listen, point. I listened. The point of the segment was you, know, you typically would wind up by saying, "Wow, corporate media sucks. Podcasting's where it's at." Newtonian determinism says that the universe is a clock, a gigantic clock that's wound up at the beginning of time, and it's been ticking ever since according to Newton's laws of motion. So, what you're going to eat 10 years from now, on January 1st, has already been fixed. It's already known using Newton's laws of motion. Einstein believed in that. Einstein was a determinist. Well, does that mean that a murderer, this a horrible mass murderer, isn't really guilty of his works, because it was already preordained billions of years ago. And Einstein said, well, yeah, in some sense that's true. Even mass murderers were predetermined. But, he said, they should still be placed in jail. Heisenberg then comes along and proposes the Heisenberg uncertainty principle and says, nonsense. There's uncertainty. You don't know where the electron is. It could be here, here, or many places simultaneously. This, of course, Einstein hated because he said God doesn't play dice with the universe. Well, hey, get used to it. Einstein was wrong. God does play dice. Every time we look at an electron, it moves. There's uncertainty with regards to the position of the electron. So what does that mean for free will? It means in some sense we do have some kind of free will. No one can determine your future events 
given your past history. There's always the wild card. There's always the possibility of uncertainty in whatever we do. So when I look at myself in a mirror, I say to myself, what I'm looking at is not really me. It looks like me, but it's not really me at all. It's not me today, now. It's me a billionth of a second ago, because it takes a billionth of a second for light to go from me to the mirror and back. Oh man, that was a, that was Senor Kaku, who's into the whole uh, science, theoretical science. Gotta love that word right there, theoretical science. Probably didn't help make anything. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm hating on on uh, on the chaos, not chaos. What is that stuff called? Quantum. Hating on the quantum. Quantum is like explains chaos or tries to but you can't really explain the unexplainable uh you know einstein thought there was a the it's weird how you can talk about science scientists could talk about philosophy but can philosophers talk about science not really yeah i do i do really hate uh not a big fan of quantum i don't know how it's gonna work maybe you know show me some actual use for it other than GPS and maybe super fast computers one day, but but for now it just it sounds like a it sounds like a catchphrase. Yeah. So so Kaku was saying like you know you can't determine the future by stuff that happened in the past, but you science science could determine pretty damn close to the future what's going to happen from the past. Like if you drop an egg. Half an airplane's gonna fall at like nine point something meters per second, right? Uh, are we talking about science tonight or philosophy or art? Art and philosophy can mix together too, right? Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. Wow, this is a long voicemail. Oh boy. Oh, oh my. Uh, I, I think we've uh, uh, gone through some kind of time warp. Does it used to be? Uh, I guess. Now is Nick the Rat's amazing time. Um, yeah, it's, uh... And I'll kind of hurt. And now, gentlemen, ladies, and other alien Jovian life forms. Did I call myself? What's going on, Nick the Rat? It's Rick. It's been a while since I've dropped in. And I just thought that I'd talk, yeah, that I'd stop by and talk about the latest thing that you need to know about. Ooh. It is the Penguin Polar Shift. That's right. The Penguins are getting together penguin polar shift. on Sol Invictus, or Sol Invictus, however you want to pronounce it. And they are going to use their penguin energy. Uh, and the mass. Sorry, technical difficulties. Oh, oh my. And they are going to use their penguin energy, uh, and the mass of their combined, um, uh, corporeal, uh, corporeal presence to cause a shift 
in the in the uh, South Pole. Um, and uh, this will cause drastic magnetic changes that will have a ripple effect across the globe. Once this hits the North Pole, that will tend to shift, and then it will cause a rippling effect back down the um, the, uh, the the planet. So you're looking at uh, um, like a belly dancer, apparently, the way that they ripple their muscles. So uh, I'd be I'd be very scared of this. Absolutely, uh, I'm out of here. I'm not confused. Was that me or or Rick? Am I am I Rick? You ever kind of forget who you might be? Like because like it, you never know if dreams are real. You know, weird shit happens in dreams, and you just go along with it. Like last night, I had to wear um, who's that snake guy from GI Joe, the mask? Like it was like a society where if you don't want to be arrested, you had to wear that mask, and I was. Yeah, I had that dream, but I was just like, hey, sure, this this is normal. And, yeah, it was a good dream. Hey, man, I was just wondering what your show is going to be about this week because you haven't said anything yet. It's philosophy. We're talking about philosophy tonight, everybody. Um, And, yeah. But actually, right now, we're going to have to talk about the philosophy of making money. And to make money, sometimes you have to spend money. And when you spend money, you should probably buy something from one of these following advertisements that we have to play. They're 100% um, non-allergetic, anal, anal, geriatric anal. What the hell? Who wrote this copy? Um, uh, Run the ad. Mmm, amazing coffee comes from amazing coffee beans. Mmm, ah, everyone knows the freshest beans grow in the sewer. The darker the better, baby. Dark sewer coffee. That's one damn fine cup of coffee. Yeah, it was Cobra Commander. That was the... The metal mask on his face. We had to like wear that. It was it was a weird, um, weird society. Don't know what was going on behind the mask, but um, wait, we have to play. We have to play another ad. Oh, all right, Jesus Christ, play the ape. Oh, fine. Oh my God! Look out! Everyone died, except this one guy. Guy? My name is Bill. Oh my god, Bill. How did you avoid death like that? I have balls. Crystal balls from the Dark Sewer Network. I'd be dead without them. Or your balls today. Only $69.99 for a pair. Now, crystal balls, does, does that 
prove a fate or free will because like the the crystal ball is going to protect predict a, a a future that already happened which would be the the fate and then but you avoiding death in a fiery car crash is your free will but you wouldn't your free will changes the fate and does are crystal balls quantum maybe one day quantum physics will create crystal balls once uh I want to see some quantum balls, basically. That's what that's what I hope philosophy turns into in the future. Just uh, quantum balls jiggling in people's faces. And maybe it'll make the stock market better. I don't know. Currently, the entity there is not helping. Entity by Pex. We're going to open up the phone lines after this, so get ready to, to, to talk on the first line. Philosopher. Philosopher. The first... Philosopher line? Phone line? Philosopher, um, first time philosopher phone line. Up next. Uh, first, we got Entity with Pex.
One time, I tried to buy a high. Real high. I learned my lesson. You don't buy high. Never buy high. with entity i liked it did you like it i liked it you don't buy hi <laughs> that was a that was a fun couple episodes there's a phone line you could call it might work i actually i i didn't test it out before the show because hey i don't got no time for that and ain't nobody got time for that 917-719-5923 everybody should laugh we are having a good time you don't buy high all right uh that was that was uh that was a phone call See, do we have any other phone calls over here? Let's check this really quickly out. Um, what is this one over here? Hey, man. Yeah, I heard you talking about uh, philosophy and shit tonight. What? Philosophy? It's yeah. fucking annoying, man. What? You know, you keep talking about stuff like that and never come to a conclusion. It's kind of like uh, kind of like my sex life. So my wife always wants me to like, get her knocked up and pregnant and stuff. So I pretty much uh, stuck a Q-tip into my urethra so I can't uh, expunge little white, little white uh, soldiers into her uh, cavity of cavity of love, if you know what I'm talking about. But uh, oh my god! So this has been going on for a while. Oh you know, shit! I gotta go. She's coming. What the hell? Don't put anything in your urethra. 
Yeah. Um, that's my philosophy. Oh boy, it's getting hot in here. Uh, maybe we should listen to some real people talk about philosophy. Maybe we should listen to. Maybe we should listen to a little bit of Neil deGrasse Tyson talking about philosophy. That always makes. That always puts a smile on my face. There are more molecules in a cup of water than there are cups of water in all the world's ocean. Because of centrifugal forces, you weigh a little bit less on the equator than you do anywhere else on Earth. And if Earth spun once per 90 minutes, the centrifugal force will be so great that you would be floating above the ground, never touching the surface. The moon is spiraling away from Earth at a rate of about two and a half inches per year. It's kind of cool that in Game of Thrones we have two dragons with two different colored breaths. Turns out astrophysically, blue flame is at least three times hotter than red flame. The act of dying while falling into a black hole is called spaghettification. Mmm, spaghetti. Planet Venus is so hot, if you took an uncooked pizza, put it on the windowsill, it would cook in three seconds. There are more molecules of air in a breath of air that you take than there are breaths of air in all the world's atmosphere. There's a far side of the moon, but there is no dark side of the moon. All sides receive sunlight throughout the month. So Pink Floyd's 1973 album, The Dark Side of the Moon, was an abomination of scientific truths. I've been spending decades since then undoing this misinformation. If dogs have such a good sense of smell, why do they have to put their nose into each other's butt to figure out what's going on there? That's actually a good question. That's just odd to me. You want some more? There are more bacteria in one centimeter of your lower colon than there are human beings who have ever been born. The rotation rate of the Earth is not constant. It is slowing down, caused by the action of the moon. Every now and then, we need to add a leap second to compensate for this. Hard to believe, but true. In five billion years, the sun will expand and engulf the entire orbits of Mercury, Venus, and Earth. Earth will be a charred ember descending down into the cosmic crucible that is the sun's core as we vaporize to our death. Have a nice day. Have a nice day. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into the sewers. I'm trying to get some of this good stuff right here. Drugs are... I think drugs and philosophy... Ow. Drugs and philosophy go together pretty well because... Because, hey... Hey man, why not? Like, what else are you gonna do? Not, not do drugs. Like, oxygen is a drug. If you didn't have any oxygen, you wouldn't be doing anything. So, ha. Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. First line. Uh, first, first, uh, first time philosophers phone line is now. It's now active. I think. Well, maybe. I don't. Fucking no anymore. Nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. Hey Kim, this is Kim Vaughn. I got a joke for you, man. 
So I was walking into a bar one day, and a guy told a, a guy was like, hey, I bet your money you couldn't make this donkey laugh or cry. Look at him and say, hey, I'm going to go over here and do it right now. He goes over there, and he talks to him. And he whispers in his ear, and he, he gets real quiet. And then he starts just laughing. Well, the man walks back over there, and he said, hey, what'd you do? He's like, hold on, I bet you another $100 that I can go make him cry. He said, okay. So he walks over there to the donkey, whispers in his ear, and the donkey just sat there for a second and just cried his eyes out. And then he came back, man, was like, man, what'd you do? What'd you do? He's like, well, first I told him my dick was bigger than his. And then I showed him. Adios, mofo. That was um, an okay joke. That was decent. Crying donkeys and, and dicks. Donkey's not going to understand you, man. See, that's another thing that separates people and, and animals is um, a- a- animals don't laugh at jokes. They'll just laugh at... Whoa, I see some titties in the chat room. Um, right now. Uh, I heard a funny joke from uh, from Joe Bob Briggs on... Uh, it was a, it was it was a blonde joke. It was a, a blonde walks a blonde walks into a doctor's office and, and her and her fingertip was shot off, and she's like, "Oh, I gotta I gotta get I want to get I want to fix this." So the doctor's like fixing it up, and he's like, "Well, what happened here?" She's like, "Well, I tried to commit suicide," and he's like, "Well, what? You try to shoot yourself in the finger to commit suicide?" She's like, "No, no, I'm not I'm not stupid. I was that wouldn't kill me. I didn't knew that was gonna kill me. I was gonna." I was gonna shoot myself in in um, the mouth, but I just got my 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 teeth done, and it was a lot of mouth. It was a lot of money to get them done, so I didn't want to do it. And then I was like, you know, I'll, maybe I'll shoot myself in the chest, but but um, my my house is is it's gonna get all it's gonna rip a hole in my 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 shirt, and my shirts. I just bought this. It was a lot of money, and I love this shirt, so I didn't want to do that. And then and then she said that she was like, well, I guess I could put the the gun to my ear. And shoot myself in the head, but then I was like, "Well, if I was going to shoot myself in in the in the ear to shoot myself in the head, it's going to be really loud." So, so I put my finger up against my other ear. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> that's a joke right there. I didn't say it very well, but but if you if you think about it, it's pretty funny. Um, oh boy, we're talking about philosophy tonight. And and everything that that well first I'm gonna to try to smoke some of this weed. Um I always come That's a, that's a keeper right there. <laughs> uh don't know if the phone line's working or not. But also if you want to reach me, you could you could email me at nick at nicktherat.com. We have a we have a website and um an email uh, address attached to it. And if you write fast blast in it on the title, I'll read it during the show. So let me check my email. Let me see if I have any fast Fast Blast emails. I got an email from Herman Miller. 
I don't have it. Wow. Not one. Not one fat gas blast, fast blast to, to the... To, well, that's fine. I didn't want to read your emails anyway. I'd, <laughs> I'm pretty sad now. And when I get sad, I gotta hear some music. So let's listen to 139 by Jeremy Reed. pretty high right now. Wait, I mean, um, we're talking about philosophy tonight. And and for us to be able to... Whoa, whoa, sorry about that. And for us to be able to talk about stuff like philosophy, we, we need to uh, expand our horizons of our mind. I think a lot of people... I think the one thing that philosophy is good for is is is, is that there is more to life than going to work and making money and oh wait i taking phone calls let's see if this works hello caller hi do you hello? hear hello oh there's two callers there oh. they is oh so you hear me this is a very good thing it is very good yes uh, ooh uh so this is the first time philosophy line do you guys have a, a philosophy that you live by? Yeah, man. Bacon. On stuff. You got to put bacon on stuff. All over. All over the place. 
Bacon on stuff. Well, you know, that sounds that sounds good, but there, there's probably some things that bacon doesn't go on. Name one thing. Well, okay. Well, I'm I'm guessing you're talking about like hot bacon, like bacon that was just that was that was frying in 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 the oil and sizzling. Uh, sizzling. Oh, you can bake the bacon. You can, you can bake have bacon fresh bacon, but it's still oh, that just makes it crispy and hot. You well, um, oh, ba- you can on, have bacon around other things. Well, I was going to say bacon on genitalia is probably not the best thing in the world, especially if it's like hot bacon. Maybe cold bacon though. Yeah, cold bacon. Oh, cold man. bacon on genitals, not either not genitals. Hot. It doesn't matter, male, female. Yeah, you can just both, slap that on. And both can accommodate the bacon. You know what? You might be right about this. This might be the best philosophy ever. Yeah, we ought to try it out right now. Do you have some bacon in the sewer? Uh, Any little bacon bits uh, for your bits for your rat bits? I got some wet newspaper. Ooh. Ooh. Well, that's good for catching spirits, as long as it's, you know, covered in beer. Well, <laughs> Maybe the spirits back. will bring you some bacon. Well, bacon spirits. Man, bacon bacon in the sky. spirits. Pig nipples. I once, I, I, did you ever have bacon vodka? Whoa. No. Wait, is but, that bacon infused? Vodka? Yeah, there was a bar in the city that had a jar of vodka and they just threw some bacon in there and they would sell it to suckers for like uh, $5 a shot. It was pretty good. I liked it. I think I liked it. I was really drunk. You must have liked it. I (laughs) had a couple. I'd rather have vodka infused bacon. You know, Uh just you have a pig, you get that pig fucking drunk every day on vodka. If that pig vomits, have it eat its own vodka vomit, and then make bacon from that fucking pig. But also soak the bacon in vodka before you Probably, fry yeah. it up. You don't want to light a match around that uh, the pig that entire time it's alive. You would not want to. Well, you could cook it fast that way. Just in, in, inject him with. Oh man, that's that's animal cruelty. We can't be talking yeah. about this on um. Uh well yeah we could after he's dead after we 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 still just throw it, we could probably yeah, throw some this animal was already meant for eating yeah it was anyway it was, <laughs> it was, we said a prayer for him and we respectfully baconized him we respectfully infused this pig with vodka yeah, he was and then ate it happy going that way so so your whole philosophy well okay do you make a house out can you make a house out of bacon. No, but you can put bacon on that house. If you really enjoy small animals and their company, the bacon will attract those animals well, to you. That's true. You kill the bigger animal to give yourself You can kill a bigger animal. And then you give it to get smaller animals. It's like a, the, yeah. it's the bacon of life. The bacon of life. I feel like if Elton John didn't write a song about it, he he really should. I did hear. I I'm heard surprised he hasn't. Uh, are you two from that uh, wait wait um, on the radio show? We are on the radio. It was. Um, I hold, keep forgetting the hold, name of the hold yourself. Hold yourself in your most private way. Hold yeah, on, that, hold that on. Show. Stop touching me. Is that what? It's... Yeah, hold on. <laughs> Whose hand is that? <laughs> 
You, you... Oh, that, oh, that was my hint this whole time. <laughs> this whole time. This whole time. <laughs> Mystery solved. Now we got to name it something else. You, you guys mentioned something on there. Uh, you were talking about waffles. Waffles, waffles. and uh, yeah, with ice cream and bacon on it. Yeah, man. you put the waffle on an open fire. Yeah. Oh that's, yeah. That's the best way to have a pre-made waffle. I used to just put good. the waffles in a in a toaster. Not anymore. It was nature's toaster. <laughs> Fire's <laughs> nature's toaster. Mm-hmm. I mean, but if you're gonna get all the you know processed food, you might as well might toast as it on well nature's put it on a fire. You might as well. <laughs> oh, and hopefully it doesn't spontaneously combust, which they did not. Well, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> Considering all the petroleum distillates that were probably in those waffles. Oh, man. Well, they... they Makes my mouth water just thinking about it. Those waffles, they got to make them last a while. You can't... Ow. <laughs> you got to have a high shelf life. Well, especially if you're making houses out... Wait, that's the bacon on that thing. So... Oh yeah, that's true. in your in your your philosophy of bacon makes everything better. So like if I don't know, well this is gonna I'm gonna get a little bit morbid because you know I'm around, but we'll say you had like a, a friend or a family member that died. You think you think just eating bacon will make it better? <laughs> well, it it would help the grieving process if they're still above the ground but they're dead. Put some bacon in the casket with them. <laughs> Send them on their way Slide down the it. river sticks with some bacon. Slide it like you'll feel Uncle good. Ricky's, then you go uh, home and you eat a fucking coffee. bacon sandwich. That would be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> if you're like at a relative's funeral and you sl- you're slipping bacon, putting bacon in their shirt pocket. <laughs> Gramps, you remember that time we had the waffles over the open fire? I miss you, Gramps. Just stuffed bacon. Inside his lapel or something. Oh, jeez. Coat pocket. Uh, that's horrible. Uh, actually, I'm going to put that in my will. Bury me with bacon. How, how many pieces of bacon are you saying? Every person I'm in the congregation at my funeral has to have a piece of bacon. They have to walk by the casket and like place it in or stuff it in my mouth. Cook, cook bacon or raw bacon? I, I want I want one piece of bacon in every pocket does with in, me. Does that include uh, the anus? Is that a pocket? <laughs> oh, well, hell, I'm already dead, so <laughs> it's not like I'm going to object. Flip him over. We gotta we gotta <laughs> flip that guy yeah, over. <laughs> He's got more pockets. <laughs> He's got more pockets back there. Son of a bitch was hiding one. <laughs> Well, I do. Um, I do think that might be one of the best philosophies I've ever heard. It's better than like Descartes. Oh no, no! I don't even oh, know what man. you said. I don't even know what I'm saying either. That's my um, philosophy. No. Actually, I guess I should share mine. I just um, yeah, yeah, yeah oh. tell us. Just don't care. Just, just don't really care. <laughs> That's my philosophy. My philosophy is not giving a fuck. But uh, not make, giving a fuck. But making yourself comfortable. You have to be comfortable and, and not give a fuck. I think that's um that's the best way to live life. I think you're right. I, I, that's a that's a great philosophy. And that could that could either include or disclude baking up your butt. 
<laughs> I mean, if you're not giving any fuck, you probably had bacon up your butt at least once. <laughs> should be all right with thing. it. <laughs> no fucks are given. <laughs> Sliced bacon or the whole fucking just back, just the whole pig back. I want my baby back, baby back. <laughs> That's trademark. You can't sing too much more of that. Or um, oh, yeah, I didn't. Get it. I was just talking about um, baby talk backs. <laughs> Those smooth baby backs, which we can't too no, can't go there either. I was just talking about Shaft. I actually forgot oh. Shaft's name for a second. It. I was like, "Who's that guy?" I, I'm just talking about the Flash. No, it's Shaft. It was, no, <laughs> I'm just talking about the Flash. <laughs> I'm just talking about Flash. <laughs> Oh my god, it's midnight in the sewer. It is. I just sparked a joint. Really? Oh, yeah. We're sparking we're a joint. We should light up for, uh, well, it's midnight in the East Coast sewer. I don't know what sewers everybody else is in, but let's, uh, let's, do a, let's do a preliminary pull, everybody, together. Oh, nice alliteration. <laughs> I don't think that makes sense, though, but. No, it doesn't have to. What's a word that means simultaneously with a P? Uh, um, parallel? Let's do a parallel pull. There we go. <laughs> a parallel pull, sir. <laughs> Around the world. Sounds like a, that's a fancy term for drag racing. <laughs> it's also a really crazy sex move. Uh, <laughs> well, that goes along with your philosophy of not giving a fuck. Well, you know, uh, you gotta pull the fuck sometimes. There's sometimes. I'm gonna give you guys an now answer. Now for the parallel pull. I'm gonna, give you, <laughs> I'm gonna give you guys an answer off off the air now. Okay. Okay. The phone line works, everybody. That was the answer that I think we were all um, looking for. We should maybe go play... Let's play another song over here. We'll get back. We got more radio. We have more philosophy. If anybody would like to call or call back in, that's cool, too. I don't really care. 917-719-592-TANDY486, Vaporwall.
Nick the Rat Radio, where we're talking about philosophy. Philosophy. That was Tandy Vapor Vapor Wall. I heard uh, a couple people in the audience died listening to that song. You know, every now and then. Whoa! I gotta. Yeah, there we go. Turn that off. That's that's that wall. That wonder wall. Yeah. It's weird how. Um, Everything already exists. You can't think of something that doesn't exist. We're we're basically I don't really think we're living in a simulation or a computer fucking generated thing. It's definitely bigger than a computer. That's why it's kind of silly whenever I hear that. Uh But everything already does exist. We're just kind of reforming things to understand what is here a little bit better, but we'll never know all of it. I and also, that's probably a good thing. Do you really want to know everything? I don't really don't think you want to know all that there is because 
don't know. But if you do, maybe you'll give me a call. Let's we have a we have a hello caller. Caller. Hey rat. Hi. Hello. Hi. How you doing? I am hi. That's why I'm saying hi. I'm hi too. Hi. How are you? Hi. Hi. How are you? Hi. 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 Oh, hi. oh uh, we're talking about um. How are I you? Don't... How are? I hope you're having a good evening, caller. I, I I'm having a pretty good evening. Um. How are you? I'm ha- uh, hi. 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 Are you? I mean. Hi. Yeah, well, you keep looping it back in. I'm trying to break out of it, caller. Okay, so, so other than being high, what is? How high are you? I'm pretty. How high? I'm I'm high enough. I don't know how high I am. Well, yeah. Can you ever be too high? Because you could always go higher, right? There's always. I guess there's. Presumably, you you could go high enough. Well, I I guess the the ultimate wall is death, right? And it's like. There's hmm. um see humans yeah. build a wall. Build a wall. That's that's what we gotta do. Build, build a wall. Where? You can make a house? A really high one. A high wall. High wall? How high? As high as we can get. High. So humans high, only well, I guess sentient creatures only really understand what's there and what's not there. And then they can only discuss what's in between. We only care what we care about. Which yeah. But can you care about stuff you don't care? Maybe we are living um, a predetermined life because you can't care about stuff you don't care about. No, but the higher I get, the more I care. Do so, you? Do you really? I do. About stuff you didn't care about before. No. Well, see, <laughs> see, then it doesn't change. It's you're you're on a predetermined path to only care about what you already have cared about. You're true. We're all selfish. Okay. We are. Is yeah. that is that um yeah, a good no. thing to be? No, it's it's a good thing. Well, yeah, because there's self preservation. Because if there if if you didn't have if you weren't selfish, people would take your bacon. I love bacon. I know bacon's pretty good. I'd wrap myself in bacon if I could. Like a bacon mummy. Um. Yeah. We had to hang up on that caller because "mummy" is a um a bad word to use because there was also males wrapped up in shrouds and had their brains removed and filled with um um potpourri. Which is now also probably a band word because there's pop in there. And what about mamari? Uh, crap. Uh, this show is going to be removed from the internet soon. That's all. <laughs> we have to play some advertisements. After a long, hard day at work, and then you come home, and there's your woman, spread eagle on the couch. You know what you have to do, but you want to make sure you do it right. 
The Dark Sewer Network wants to help you. They bring you the best things in the world. They bring you Nick the Rat Radio. They bring you all the crazy shit the scientists make down in the sewer. And now, introducing the new top-of-the-line Dark Sewer Space Condoms. Yes, the Dark Sewer scientists are now using space-age technology. So your jizz stays protected and disease-free. Have sex with aliens, zombies, gods, or other humans. Your pick. These space condoms will give you an O-face more explosive than the Challenger. For $69.99, it's almost a great fit, especially for one spaceman spiffy. But his Saturn V is bigger than anything I've ever seen. Give us a call now at 917-719-5923 and order yourself a box of dark sewer space condoms. Because if you don't, somebody else will. And then they're going to have sex with your girlfriend friend, wife, partner. Don't make the same mistake as me. Order now, only through the Dark Sewer Network. what he said into into that song uh, something about the person that I used to know or something yeah, that would be that'd be a fun remix um, maybe I'll get on that one day let me see if I got any mail no mail oh well mailbag's empty that's fine that's fine we should maybe listen to listen to more philosophy stuff, philosophical, because you know t- we're talking about that tonight. I want you to actually learn this radio. Sh- this is this is. I'm trying to give you information, people. I want you to expand your your brain lobes because when you hear things you have never heard before in your life, you now have new words, and sometimes you hear things how words are put together, and then those new blocks of new words kind of fill in gaps that you had holes in before. And when the, the gaps are filled in, you can get more messages across back and forth quicker, right? So we're, I'm trying to help your brain work quicker with more words put together. 
So uh, let's philosophize here. In a way, in our contemporary worldview, it's easy to think that science has come to take the place of God. But some philosophical problems remain as troubling as ever. Take the problem of free will. This problem's been around for a long time, since before Aristotle in 350 BC. St. Augustine, St. Thomas Aquinas, these guys all worried about how we can be free if God already knows in advance everything you're going to do. Nowadays, we know that the world operates according to some fundamental physical laws. And these laws govern the behavior of every object in, in the world. Now, these laws, because they're so trustworthy, they enable incredible technological achievements. But look at yourself. We're just physical systems too, right? We're just complex arrangements of carbon molecules. We're mostly water. And our behavior isn't going to be an exception to these basic physical laws. So it starts to look like whether it's God setting things up in advance and knowing everything you're going to do, or whether it's these basic physical laws governing everything, there's not a lot of room left for freedom. So now you might be tempted to just ignore the question, ignore the mystery of free will. Say, oh, well, it's just a historical anecdote. It's, it's sophomoric. It's a, it's a question with no answer. You know, just, just forget about it. But the question keeps staring you right in the face. Think about individuality, for example, who you are. Who you are is mostly a matter of the free choices that you make. Or take responsibility. You can only be held responsible. You can only be found guilty or you can only be admired or respected for things you did of your own free will. So the question keeps coming back, and we don't really have a solution to it. It starts to look like all your decisions are really just a charade. Think about how it happens. There's some electrical activity in your brain. Your neurons fire. They send a signal down into your nervous system. It passes along down into your muscle fibers. They twitch. You might, say, reach out your arm. Looks like it's a free action on your part. But every one of those, every part of that process is actually governed by physical law, chemical laws, electrical laws, and so on. So now it starts to look like the Big Bang set up the initial conditions and the whole rest of our history, the whole rest of human history and even before, is really just sort of the playing out of subatomic particles according to these basic fundamental physical laws. We think we're special. We think we have some kind of special dignity. But that now comes under threat. I mean, that's really challenged by this picture. So you might be saying, well, wait a minute, what about quantum mechanics? I know enough contemporary physical theory to know it's not really like that. It's, it's really a probabilistic theory. There's room. It's loose. It's not deterministic. And that's going to enable us to understand free will. But if you look at the details, it's not really going to help because what happens is you have some very small quantum particles and their behavior is apparently a bit random. They sort of swerve. Their behavior is absurd in the sense that it's unpredictable and we can't understand it based on anything that came before. It just does something out of the blue according to a probabilistic framework. But is that going to help with freedom? I mean, should our freedom just be a matter of probabilities, just some random swerving in a chaotic system? That starts to seem like it's worse. I'd rather be a gear in a big deterministic physical machine than just some random swerving. So we can't just ignore the problem. We have to find room in our contemporary worldview for persons with all that that entails, not just bodies, but persons. And that means trying to solve the problem of freedom, finding room for choice and responsibility, and trying to understand individuality. That's a risky click there, Blitz. <laughs> oh, that was just from uh, Waking Life. That's some. I remember being a teenager, uh, watching Waking Life, and and having new thoughts go off in my brain. Like, wow. And it didn't really, it didn't really do too much. It didn't do too much to to be awoken philosophically. But I guess, you know, there's not much else to do with your time. Why not, you know, make it one of the things to do while you're, while you're here?
think about why you're here and stuff like that. We'll do, Boosh. Uh, so, yeah, Waking Life. That was the first time I think I ever heard of Alex Jones as well. I used to think, uh, wait, what is this? We got a phone call coming in here? Uh, I got more money than you, so you got to do what I say. Holy crap. No, I don't. Who is this? Well, actually, I guess if you do have more money than me, then I have to do what you say to do. Hey, what the? Is this the car? Is this the car? I'm going to hang up on that there. I think some car was just calling me. Been being chased around by a driverless car. Uh, What was I just talking about? There's a whole bunch of news that happened at some point. I think one of the weirdest stories that I read was that there was a the CRISPR. They used the CRISPR to make a Chinese baby that's immune to AIDS or something. I think I read that they did that. But the the CRISPR stock didn't go up too much from that news, sadly. That would have been nice. Uh, but yeah, maybe one day. But that the I didn't really read the article. It was against the the doctor's idea or something. There's probably some crazy stuff happening out in the world that we're not hearing about because we'd probably blow up, blow people up if we knew what was going on in these crazy laboratories. So, it, it, well, what if your does your free will create fate for other people? Like, because this doctor, he just set this uh, new life form on its own path. Yeah, think about that. I'm thinking about that. That's why I just said it. Uh, you know, I, we should listen to some more music right now. We're going to put on a song, and it's going to be a Phantom Power brought to you by a cluttered table, a classic guitar, and crooning voice.
That was phantom powder. Phantom power. Phantom powder. Invisible powder. Uh, brought to you by a clutter table, a classic guitar, and a crooning voice. All this music's on SoundCloud uh, slash Nicarat slash likes. Uh, you can you can go there. You go to justnickthrat.com. There's probably a link somewhere on that website to find other stuff as well. Really hard, horrible at promoting stuff, but hey, whatever you gotta do it sometimes. Uh, so this this CRISPR thing seems this. I, I want to hear a little news article. I don't know what this is gonna be right here. It's uh. He says he's behind the world's first genetically edited babies. Chinese scientist He Jiankui made his first public appearance since making that claim, speaking at a gene editing summit. Did he use uh, his own um, uh, uh, was it him? Did he edit his genes and then use his uh, ejaculate? I don't know anything in the story. But in Hong Kong I just want to say ejaculate. No. Long on Wednesday, fellow scientists had tough questions ready for him. Why so much secrecy around this? When, particularly when you know that uh, the general feeling amongst the scientific community is that we shouldn't go ahead yet. In videos posted online, why are scientists such bitches too? It's really weird. It's like there's so much that could be done. Well, I guess this is fucked up because the kid could come out fucked up. Uh, like who knows? Maybe just because he's immune to AIDS, he might have a he might grow a tail, and his hair might turn golden when he gets mad, and he could throw fireballs. But you know, probably something else. This week, Ho said he altered the embryonic genes of twin girls born this month. He claimed gene editing would help protect the girls from infection with HIV. And on Wednesday, he dropped another bombshell. There's another potential. He dropped a bombshell? <laughs> he's, he's blowing things up. He's blowing things up. Or he's um, carrying AIDS and blowing things up. This guy could get into a lot of trouble if something goes wrong. But also could probably still get in trouble if everything goes right. Shell. There's another potential pregnancy. That's a second gene editing volunteer pregnant as part of his research. But his work has been widely denounced by both scientists and the Chinese government. And a hospital in Shenzhen linked to his research suggested its ethical approval had been forged. I personally don't think it's been forged by who? That it was medically necessary. One of the biggest questions, whether the parents well, it's it's kind of weird how scientists are like don't do this, but this is isn't this like a like a vaccine? Isn't this like an AIDS vaccine? Well, you know, in the future there'll be people either well if it goes badly, this guy'll just go to jail and we'll all forget this happened for like ten years until it's perfected or maybe longer, or he's going to have accidentally already perfected it, and ten years from now we'll be like, why aren't we all doing this? actually understood the risks. These volunteers, they all have good education background. Very good. So they know pretty much a lot of information about the HIV. He says eight couples were initially enrolled for a study while one dropped out. He claims his results could be used for millions of people with inherent diseases 
and says he'll monitor the twins for the next 18 years. <laughs> or sooner, perhaps. Uh, well, hopefully it works out, and that'll be, uh, that'll be good, right? Uh, it just depends on what the scientists are depending on what they're saying it is at the time. It's because um, uh, the, the history is written by the winners, right? It's uh, everything that's true is not only because it's not because it's true. You you didn't read it because it's true. You well, sometimes you read it because people just wrote it. Like there's the the computer revolution has let people write anything, and anybody's a writer now. So there there's creators all over the place, which is kind of cool. But I guess it's very cool. But it just actually dilutes the truth even more. Before we had a fake truth forced upon us, and so that's like called the the zeitgeist, right? There's a because people work on one or the other side. I don't know. I was, my brain's all messed up right now because I'm intoxicated and I was reading about philosophy all day, actually for the past couple of days. Um, I came across this Hegelian Hegelian dialectia. What is the Hegelian dialectic? Well, it comes from 19th century philosopher Geo Wilhelm Friedrich Hegel. He was born in 1770 and he died in 1831. A dialectic is a method of argument for resolving disagreements. Hegelianism prescribes the Hegelian dialectic, which is the art or practice of arriving at the truth by the exchange of logical arguments. So it is, in theory, a means of extracting the truth. Hegelianism believes that the human mind can't understand anything unless it can be split into two polar opposites, fat, skinny. And the discussion in between would be the resolution. And that is how Hegelianism arrives at the truth. So, for example, if we were discussing uh, the concept of weight... Uh, and we were talking about somebody who was fat, we wouldn't have anything to compare that to unless we had some understanding of what somebody who was skinny looks like. So somewhere in between the fat and the skinny would be what the Hegelian dialectic refers to as the resolution. It is the different range of weight in contrast from fat to skinny. In today's day and age, when people talk about the left and the right, what they're actually referring to, unbeknownst to them, is the thesis and the antithesis based off of the Hegelian dialectic. And the only real debate that happens is the very minor differences between those two left and right parties. But what about the things that the left and the right aren't discussing? Well, nothing happens with those issues at all. And as the left and the right become closer and closer on form and substance, um, you really have no free will. You really have no methodology of uh, enacting change on this world. So as humans, as long as we fall victim to the Hegelian dialectic, uh, we will never, ever enact any change or free will on this planet. Which is a shame because I think as humans our our biggest strength 
is our ability to work together. What the hell is... Alright, well, he kind of explained it, but I don't really agree with his defeatism at the end. So, was, like, free will going to make us do something that we've never even considered before? I don't know. What does it even matter if you have free will or not? Like you're still gonna, you still got shit to do, and you got shit you want to do. Yeah, it's just like uh, everything's a constant wave. And it goes here, it goes there, and you go forward. It's a wave, and you go forward. That seems to be how everything works. It's a forward wave, and then sometimes it just stops. Sometimes your wave could interact with other waves and make the waves bigger and make you go forward faster, but not faster than it could go. There seems to be a constant. Right now, right now I think the constant is is music. No, it's a voicemail. It's 917-719-5923. I was, uh, yeah. Um, 9779-5923. Hey, man, it's me. Yeah, I just want to let you know uh, she's gone now, so I can continue telling you how it's, it's all worthless. You know? Just like a sex life with that cold-hearted witch. She, she, uh, she keeps on dragging me, dragging me into the house with my, my penis. It really hurts. My philosophy now in life is to always have a nice back close by to... Put right on to your, to your genital. Hold on, I think she's coming again. What the hell? Are you out? Where? Nope, nope, that was just the dog. He brought me a jar of peanut butter. He, he really knows how I, how I like it. What the hell? So I'm thinking about maybe... What? What's your philosophy on, on uh, marrying uh, your pet? Because my dog, Fido, he's got the Whoa. tongue of a goddess, let me tell you. I've actually Whoa. named his tongue um, Shiva. Because it, it sends Shivas down my spine. He's licking on my ball. All right, I'm going to turn that off. <clears throat> um, uh, you know, that's not going to, that can't, that doesn't even fly on podcast. All right. I'm not going to cut that off. There was like five more minutes to that. But I'm just going to stop that there. Things just keep going on. You know, they go on. Uh, and you hear things that uh, were that were started a long time ago and they keep going. See, you got to start a wave of creation. You got to create and kind of just help for for your own good it makes it makes people feel good to send something forward sooner or later you're gonna like rot away and die and all that. but you know but like moonlight sonata i i i know this song that this is a like this is a song that's been passed down through the ages but have you ever heard rupak bachakura play it played on a native instrument the giant it sounds like Rupe. <laughs> what's really? 
All the music's on SoundCloud. You can go there and listen too. It's under my likes. And we're going to listen to Moonlight Sonata First Movement. Played on Native Instruments, The Giant, Root Pack, Batacharachia.
Are you getting used a lot on the uh, Nicktoon show? I am. Yeah. Look at my clothes. Look at my clothes. Look at my clothes. Look at my clothes. Nick the Rat is great. I know the show is fantastic. So that's what you're saying on the show. Oh. <laughs> well, let's Okay, listen to Nick the Rat from the sewer Wednesdays on noagendastream.com. Not really the No Agenda Stream. I don't think I'm live on the No Agenda Stream on uh, Wednesday night. They play me after their show on Thursday because of uh, a great individual named Void Zero and Sir Bemrose. Two two great people. There's a lot of great people in in the community. I could I could name them all right now, but but the the greatest of all of them, it's probably me, Nick the Rat, and this is Nick the Rat Radio. Everybody, welcome. This is uh, episode 150 fucking four. I don't know if the four is fucking, but it is now. Uh, let's see. That was just the Moonlight's not a first movement. It's the only one that I know. There's probably like. 420 of them. Uh, that was played on the native the native uh, instrument, the giant. Sound like a piano to me. I guess it's a big piano, maybe? Like the one Tom Hanks was playing in Toy Story? Not Toy Story. Tom Hanks was in Toy Story, though, right? The, the toy? Not the toy. That was... That was in Tom Hanks. Big. There we go. Uh, thank you, me. Thank you, brain. Um... We're we're uh, we're discussing philosophy tonight, and I already talked talked about Mister he- Hegelin and his theory that people could only have one or another idea in their head; they can't really think of anything outside of those two ideas, and then that gets filtered into another idea, a third. It seems like three is a very powerful number. Two is a very easy number and that's why two is is great two works in most situations 
because it's it's fast. It's like whew. one one's incredible. I can't believe one even exists. But then when you get to the two, it's great. Three is okay. Four, you're getting a little out of control. Four is like a nice set number. Five is cool to offset the four cool number area. But then when you hit the six, six is bad. You never just want six people. You want to go from five to seven, at least. The six is no good. In most situations, six is, it's, um, don't know what it is, but it's bad. So you go straight to the seven. Eight is also a little bad. Then anything from nine plus is good. So you don't want you don't want six or eight people in a group, or six or eight anything. It seems I guess well I don't know, octagons are okay for fighting and to the death, right? Um. So. So I think I brought up the Zeitgeist earlier. That's kind of like a Hegelian German philosophy of 1700s kind of there's a story. Well, yeah. The German philosopher Hegel, Hegel saw a social world composed of evolving processes, relationships, conflicts, and contradictions, each period having a Zeitgeist, spirit of the age that comes into being via a dialectical process whereby a thesis or original proposition is confronted with a contrary proposition or antithesis, resulting in a compromise or synthesis that becomes the new thesis, and so on up the evolutionary spiral. time when your government is spying on you, there's really not much you can do but try to protect your anus. I like to protect men. If you're a woman, we'll give you men using Sir Bemrose's Dark Sewer VPN network. The deepest, the darkest network ever. It is so thick, it would almost clog up the whole internet. There was people in Congress talking about how thick this network is. Sir Bemrose's VPN network system. If you want to make sure you're protected, you and your bitcoins, they're better than your family, aren't they? Make sure you are using the best VPN system that ever existed. Sir Bemrose's Dark Sewer Network VPN only $69.99. You could order today. We have scientists, internet scientists, world renowned internet scientists waiting to take your call at 917 719. 5923. Have you ever wondered if the pictures that you post online meant anything to you or to anyone else? Well, fuck you because they do. And to keep them protected, you need this fucking VPN network from Sir Bemrose himself. The best VPN system. It's not none of that XPN VPN bullshit you heard on this show before. No, that guy could go fuck himself. This we can't play uh, the Sir Bemrose VPN ad right now. Uh, there was some government inquiry into our VPN services. Uh, a couple of real high high people in the government 
have been using uh, the VPN that we offer. And then they got they somebody died, uh, somebody got killed, somebody murdered some uh, nobody nobody um something unfortunate happened. Is that good to say? Unfortunate. So we can't really sponsor that VPN service for a little bit in the dark store, but we have new products coming down here all the time. It's not always just the same old stuff. It is sometimes new stuff. We have my undies are uh, we're selling my undies. Not only is is the they are the most comfortable underwear ever. They're going for since I I've I'm, I've worn each pair of my undies and now I'm going to give them to you. So they'll be your undies, but for now they're mine. And when you buy them, they're mine. When they're in the box and nobody's wearing them or whatever, we ship them in boxes. They're they're in the box undies, and then when you have them, they're your undies. But at there, I'm selling my undies right now, sixty nine ninety nine a pair. There's a what is a five five thread count synthetic synthetic cotton. Five thread count synthetic cotton. We got a phone call. Hello, caller. Hi. Hi. Torgo is out of control. Oh, Way no. out of control. I, unhinged. Well, there's, there's a lot of people out of control and unhinged in the world, especially in the Twitch chat and the IRC chat and the Discord chat. Everywhere. It's an unhinged web of of stuff. It's so unhinged. Yeah, I don't even believe that the hinges ever existed. That's how unhinged it is. Was that Obama? Did they ever? Maybe yeah. he may say some more things if you pinch him right. I don't. I can't reach him from here with my. I got more money than you, so you got to do what I say. Whoa! <laughs> Why does Obama got to be so? Does he have anything nice to say? I, yeah, he does. He's like a little doll. You just touch him in the right way, and he'll speak for you. It's very hard. Oh, that's pretty nice, actually. I, I was yeah. getting a. I wanted to make uh, my my undies. I'm selling my undies the, these days. It's rough. It's rough down the sewer. That's the thing to do. But just remember, you always have to report your income to the IRS. Oh no, I do. I don't spend the money that I make until April, and then I tell the government what I have, and then I spend it. Just tell them it's non-profit because you buy more underwear with the money you earn from selling your underwear. And I'm recycling. They're, they're my, they're, it's a five-thread count, and it's a synthetic cotton. That's pretty good, right? That's excellent. You're doing your part. I bet Obama has some nice things to say to you about that. Really? Uh, I always come. Yeah, see, he likes that. I almost shot beer out of my nose, thanks. Not Thanks, Obama. Thanks. 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 <laughs> Who put that air horn in there? I don't know where that air horn came from. It sneaks in. It's pretty. It's pretty loud in the room. Oh, there it is! There it is again. I can't sneak anywhere. I was. I used to be addicted to that sound effect. I'd. I'd play it on my phone. At, I was at a wedding. They threw me out pretty quick. Uh, 
Isn't any, that every bride's dream to have have an air horn at at her wedding? Yeah. Does anybody have uh, <laughs> any reason these two may should not get married? Why? 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 Why do you talk like a white girl? <laughs> Whoa. That okay. That I'm. I could talk like anything I want to talk like. We can't, we can't be playing that stuff on on the air. Jeez. Um. And if I if I if I talked like a white girl, I wouldn't play. Maybe I would. There's nothing wrong with talking like a, anybody. Ask Noctali MF Doom X Macintosh Plus. Great day. Looks like it's gonna be a great day today to get some fresh air like a stray on a straightaway. Hey you. Got a light, nah, a Bud Light. Early in the morning, face crushed from like a mud fight. Looky here, it's just the way the cookies here. Prepare to get hurt and angle like Kurt Angle, rookie year. The rocket scientist with the pocket wineless. Some even say he might need some for psychiatrist. Doom, are you pondering what I'm pondering? Yes, why would the darn thing be wandering? She's just a foundling, barely worth fondling. My posse's on Broadway like Mama, I want to sing. Mad play the bass like the race card. Place to break shards and leave a face scar. Groovy dude, not to prove to be rude, but this stuff is like what Torgo. you might put on movie food. Your wife Torgo guys fuck up the IRC line. Dollar, you can overhear the hash cleaner. He just came from over there, the grass is cleaner. Last wish, I wish I had two more wishes. And I wish they fixed the door to the matrix's mad glitches. Flip so many verses, some time my jaw twitches. One thing this party could use is more <coughs> booze. Put yourself in your own shoes and stay away from all the pairs of busted Tims he don't use. He only keep them to decorate. If you want to peep him, select a date and bring a deep check like Chef May. I kid you not, on the dotted line sign of a sense of minor kids consider him some kind of Einstein on a diamond mine grind. She was dumb fine, but not quite the type that you might want to wine and dine. Couldn't find a pen, had to think of a new trick. This one he wrote in cold blood with a toothpick. Time is it? I don't know. I think it's time to play voicemails. I don't. It wasn't time to play that. Definitely not that. Uh. Well, hold on here. Sorry, I slipped down. I slipped down the sewer sometimes, and the I forget. I'm not that close to the mic anymore. Oh, there we go. Whew. We're expanding the sewer. Let me run to the back of the sewer again one second. Let me go over here and show you how big the sewer is. It's just really, it gets really echoing down over here. But when I'm over here, here, my going to do another song. Bye. No, I'm joking. We're not going to listen to any more music until I play another song. But right now, we're going to listen to some voicemail. 917-719-5923. What is this? I got more money than you, so you got to do what I say. Whoa. 
Obama, stop calling me. Just because you follow me on Twitter, he does. You can look it up. He's uh, following Nick the Rat on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter, too. You can also donate and send me money, because money is always... Uh, it shows appreciation to the thinkers of the world. See, that's the, the sad thing. All these people that are, like, uh, yogis or thinkful... Like, Buddha was probably rich, or people gave him stuff, you know? You gotta support your Buddha, right? So support Nick the Rat. Hey, Nick the Rat, it is... Rick, the part cat, part dog. I was hoping to get a hold of you because I, I I wanted a question from a rat's perspective. Okay. Uh, I'll just ask it anyway. Yeah, go for what it. What do you uh, rats think of your cousin, the mice? All right, catch you later. They're kinky. Bye-bye. That's all I'm going to say. They're, they're uh, You ever see the, like those the German bukkake porn? That's what the mice are like. The rats are, there. we know, we hang out, we do our own thing, we, we have fun times, but the mice, oh boy. You, you don't want them to start, bre- yeah, they use the ranch hand, they also are thick. They're thick mice, they got the ranch hand, they, they all, uh, well, um. <laughs> so, you, you, when I, I play, I play a lot of video games, that makes me think about philosophy as well, uh, it thinks, makes me think about uh, fate and free will, because... You need a reaction time to to click a button. You have to click it before somebody else, but you're still you're you're knocking down a domino. You're basically uh, is it really free? Maybe maybe I understand what that guy was saying before. Like we don't really have free will because uh, free fr- being totally free in life would be chaotic. You just you could be anywhere, do anything, and when. When there's more than one person that could be anywhere and do anything, I think it just breaks. Maybe that's why we are the way we are. Like, we wish we could just be anywhere and do anything. But if everybody could do that, well, every there'd be a lot of dead... There'd be, like, one person left. you just wind up killing because everybody would want to live forever. And then you'd want to kill everybody trying to stop you or make you their slave tell you what to do and you just but then you can make your own people it's like a dream like when you have a dream it's incredible you're doing whatever you want if especially if it's lucid but at some point in the lucidness you realize that they're not real i've come to that point in dreams where i was like whoa i'm just gonna well i'm lucid dreaming right now what do i want and then they would start to do it and then I'd be like, wait a second, you're just like a puppet. And then I'd get bored of them and fly away. So so if you could, maybe we wouldn't kill each other. Maybe we would just put ourselves into exile. I don't, I don't know. I don't, uh, let's listen to more real philosophy from philosophers. To talk, no, people talking about philosophy. Now, one characteristic of Hegel's thought, which you've made very clear, is that he always sees ideas not just as existing in the abstract and certainly not being timeless and unchanging in the way that, say, Plato saw them, but as being embodied in societies and institutions and historical realities which change. Now, uh, given that fact, what sort of society does Hegel see this whole process as culminating in? What sort of 
society is it leading towards? Well, as you'd expect from what we've been saying, it's a rational society, a rationally ordered society. But I must make clear what that is for Hegel, because it's not the society of pure reason. Hegel saw the society of pure reason as typified by the kind of thing that the French revolutionaries wanted to do. You know, they didn't just uh, get rid of, of the king and the nobles and of religion, but they tried to make everything rational. They said, why have uh, months of irregular days? Why not make them all the same day, number of days? Why have weeks of seven days? Let's make them ten, like our decimal system of measurement and so on. Now, Hegel saw that as leading to a kind of uh, madly abstract notion of reason, rather like, for instance, the view of a town planner who might uh, look at a map of London and say, oh, well, your streets all run crooked and uh, traffic has to make detours and so on. Uh, let's get rid of this. Let's tear all the buildings down, make nice straight streets. Uh, in each block, we'll put a big high-rise apartment. We can fit more people in. You can have a, a smooth green lawn outside for the children to play, and it'll all be beautiful and ordered and rational. Well, we've actually had that in London, and it's been catastrophic. That's right. And Hegel would have predicted that it would have been catastrophic because it was abstract reason taken to an extreme. For Hegel, what a rational ordering of, of London town planning would be would be to look at the real, that is, London as it exists, find what's rational in the real, and of course it has developed the way it did for certain reasons, so there's the rational element, and then try and follow those reasons through in a way that fulfills the rationale behind London's development without trying to raise it down and start anew, to get rid of some of the arbitrary and capricious points perhaps that, that are particular problems, but basically to find what's rational in what's real and enhance it and develop it and allow it to fulfill itself. One criticism that's always been brought forward against this conception of the state, the rational state, by uh, liberal philosophers in the Anglo-Saxon tradition especially, is that by seeing the state as an organic whole, which behaves rationally and orders everything rationally, Hegel leaves no room at all for individual dissent, criticism, freedom, one can say, eccentricity. There's no room in the system for the individual to behave as he likes. Uh, screw the individual. Am I right? Um, do we have any more voicemails or anything? What's this? Well, we're coming to a close. Uh, it's uh, been a lovely time. If you're a subscriber, I should have thanked you at the beginning. I'm sorry. Subscribers, thank you so much. You guys are amazing. I know I don't really give you pro proper love, but uh, I, try to, I try to just say that I, I recognize if you're a subscriber. And it... it it, 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 it touches me. I need a drink. Hold on. Where's my beer? Which, this one has a little bit left. Torgo, I just want to say, Torgo, fuck you. For destroying the IRC <laughs> chat. What the hell? Did you... Did, uh, we all We all just got booted out of the IRC. I got kicked, and I think it told me to, like, um, something. Yeah, who owns Torgo? Torgo went rogue. Torgo became sentient. See, they'll never be sentient in something or other. Uh, all right, well, 
let's let's kind of wrap the show up. Let's play some more philosophy because I'm going I'm going over the rails over here. Actually, you know, let's let's play a voicemail. <laughs> oh, it's me one more time. I've got an emergency going on over here. Well, if you remember from my first call, I told you about the Q-tip and my eraser. What? And my second call, I told you about my dog and Firewood and Shiva. But apparently he was able to slurp the Q-tip out of my dick right down his throat and what got lodged in there. Now, I'm not asking you a philosophical question. No, I don't know if you had any number of veterinarian in the area. I'm also in the New York area. Where's the button? I feel like going to my... my my family doctor telling her about how my dick Q-tip got stuck on my dog's throat. So what the, maybe the, a little indiscretion. Stop the phone You call. give me a number on there or something. Put it down. This is a fucking horrible day. Oh, man, he's turning blue. I'm going to go jump on his chest a little bit. I'll be right back. I got to go. Turn this off. That was weird. Um... All right. Uh, thank you for all everybody stopping by. I hope you uh, had a good time. <laughs> I guess. If you didn't, you know, uh, I'll see you next week, everybody. Wait, no, we have more ph- real philosophy. This really? Let's play some real philosophy. The human brain takes in eleven million bits of information every second but is aware only of 40. In an average lifetime, human skin completely replaces itself 900 times. You see your nose all the time. Your brain just chooses to ignore it. Mind blown. There are more synapses, nerve connections in your brain than there are stars in the galaxy. My God. You were once the youngest person in existence. On Saturn and Jupiter, it rains diamonds. How? Human saliva contains a painkiller called opiorphin that is six times more powerful than morphine. Sharks have been around for longer than trees. That one's hard to believe, but it's actually true. There are more stars in space than grains of sand on Earth. 50% of human DNA is shared with a banana. Unbelievable. There are more ways to shuffle a deck of cards than there are atoms on Earth. If you drilled a hole through the center of the Earth and jumped in it, it would take 42 minutes to reach the other side. There is a jellyfish that is immortal. If you add up the total amount of hours that World of Warcraft players have played the game, it comes out to over six million years. <laughs> I actually play World of Warcraft, so that's really funny. One teaspoon of honey is the lifetime work of 12 bees. When the oldest living person was born, they had an entire different set of people on the earth with them. No one was the same. Strawberries aren't berries, but bananas are, and so are watermelons and avocados. How? For every human on Earth, there are roughly 1.6 million ants. My whole life has been a lie.
like I have fancy Torgo. <laughs> wow, even Progo is like. Progo doesn't even know about Torgo. That's pretty funny. I don't know. Well, Void. Where's Void? Is Void Zero doing this? Jeez, what did I say? I didn't say anything about, uh. I didn't say anything bad, did I? Well, it's fine, you know. I'll keep talking to myself in the darkness because that's like how you figure out philosophy and stuff, right? Basically a conversation in your own brain that you share with people. That's most of the time when you talk to, well, I guess when you talk to people, you can tell them whatever you want. That's what I'm doing right now. You, Oh, you know what? Everybody have, have a great week. Have a great week. I have a really big announcement coming up. Somebody, there's been a lot of people asking for this. And it's going to be coming the third week of December. It's going to be a Christmas special. Something big is coming to the sewer. I, I actually can't wait. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be the, the merriest of all Christmases ever. Oh, boy. I can't, I can't wait. I can't even wait for it to happen. I'm... I'm actually a little sweaty in, in my palms and stuff thinking about it. Produce Mafia, they're back. Oh, okay, well, uh, well I'm getting I'm getting sidetracked. Uh, let's just end uh, Free Will versus Fate. Personally, I think it's... Uh, I, I take a very Buddhist look at thing that it goes both ways. It's... Um, it swings back and forth. It's like um, t testicles knocking left and right and swinging. Uh, not testicles, you know. Um, one, one is, one is the loneliest number, and two makes it go fast. Three is a little bit too much. Yeah, this is still my philosophy. Seems like the more there is, the faster it kills it, and I should stop talking because I am hitting the limit. Right, yeah, we gotta get, we gotta cut the show. Set the sewer on fire. All right, we're gonna set the sewer on fire. Yeah, we're gonna write it off in our taxes. Uh, we am always on my mind. We am really. Good night, everybody. I love you all. Come back next week. Same time. Same sewer. Same Nick the Rat.
that fucking tab. You're a badass motherfucker. I'm going to tell you that, motherfucker. Take the ride! Owls are not what they seem. So I just gotta let you know right now, man, you're doing great stuff, and I fucking love you, man, you're so rock. Get the fuck out of here. I'll see you tomorrow.